0: We're together two years, now it's over, time ain't nothing, time ain't nothing Hasn't been, been long, but we feel this way, but if you ask me I've been waiting my whole life just to love on you
1: Yo, 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 what's good? It's another episode of Two Tones it's your host, Tony Timberlake3. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Yes, you can sir. also follow this podcast at 2Tones two, two on Twitter. That's the number 2, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. And you can also follow us at 2Tones Podcast on Instagram. My co-host yeah, yeah. is here. What's happening?
2: What's good, King? What's good, everybody else? I'm Tony Lee. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-E. The L-double-E underscore. Um, you probably seen me, like, talking about Steph Curry's shoes. You know, my name is pretty big in the streets right now. Um, yeah,
1: you, you about to make it. All you got to do now is just
2: beef with Azalea Banks. <laughs> then you you good. Yeah, that'll happen when she gets r- unsuspended. But, you know, I'm on Yahoo. I'm on, you know, Bleacher Report. But enough about me. We have a very, very special guest today. Um, yes, we someone do. Someone we, we've been ranting and raving about since the show started. Actually, our first show was based on this EP, Hour Spent Loving You. Um, yep. We have a special guest today, Xavier Omar, formerly known as Spazzy
1: Rocket. The artist. The artist formerly known as Spazzy Rocket. Formerly known as Spazzy
2: Rocket. X, what up, man?
0: What's up, y'all? What's good? Yeah, man. So glad to have you on the show, man. Um, So let's just. I'm excited to be here. The the episode seven got us here. I'm not going to (laughs) forget that you act like I was slighting my boys. It's like, nah. Um,
2: Yeah, that was a a dope episode. Yo, (laughs) why, why Spaz pull up on me? In real life, because of that, though. Like, I was at the <laughs> new, new York show. I turned around. I, I'm in suede. up. it like, what's good? All right. I turn around. Nigga tapped me on my shoulder. It was good. It's the episode seven guy. I was like, Episode seven yo, guy, bro. Yo, bro. That, that, that bro. was hilarious, man. But we're um, glad to have you, yo. It's going to be a great show. A lot Definitely. of great things to unpack. New name. You know, uh, yeah. new yeah. images, new perspective on your music. So we're going to talk about that and get it um, uh, started, man. So first off, right? Explain the name change, right? And yes. not only that, why now? Why mm-hmm. now in your career?
0: Um, so the the whole name change, um, it's I didn't re- even really think about the fact that people would really truly want an explanation because I thought it was a little obvious um, that it was you know I, yeah I have fans and I have fans and I've garnered a lot of attention with the name and the idea of the no vowel name was so that people will look at it, um, be. I guess, uh, intrigued enough to press play. Uh-huh. And once they press play, you know, if they like what they hear, then, you know, go from there. But I thought that that was a, a cooler way to to have my name officially instead of the actual spelling of Spazzy Rocket. Uh-huh. I thought people would skip past Spazzy Rocket but see SPZRKT and be like, what is that, and press play. So that was the whole idea. Uh-huh. But now we get to a point um, in my career where, you know, we're – we're We're far, but we're not quite in that next level right or there's there's a lot of uh, tiers and levels to get to mm-hmm. and some of those levels and those some of those tiers I can't get to uh simply because um you know just brand and business wise, my name isn't recognizable as far as being able to to say it, yeah, you see it and you recognize it, but you could confuse it for another artist mm-hmm. or you see it, but you can't say it and that that could hold DJs back maybe DJs who don't have my contact information maybe they don't want to play me because they don't they don't want to even take the time to go you know figure out how to say the name so they just rather not even play it on the radio right, right. or maybe there's some type of function where I'm being considered but you know it just doesn't work out for whatever their preferences are whatever you know and and those things can come up no matter what but i felt like the Spazzy rocky name in that spelling went it just had a ceiling Mm-hmm. and so the the whole why now situation is amazing because here we are 2016 top of the year um we were already thinking about it we went to europe me and sango went to europe for our five city tour which was absolutely crazy crazy and man. well so what was what was wild <laughs> about that is it was it was such an out of nowhere question from sango that i really sat to think about it um my, well, first, let me go back. My manager, Mike Luna, he had asked me about it in January. He uh-huh. said, you know, you think you should change your name? And we were going to go by uh, my my first and last, and I didn't like it because I just thought Adams was like a gospel or a rock name. Exactly. And
2: <laughs> and I was just
0: like, uh, I don't think that's going to work out, so I'm just going to stay Spazzy Rocket. And that was it. So we had the conversation in January, but I left it there. Well, during this tour, with Sango. We were on the bus. Where were we, man? I think we were in... Um, Brussels, we uh-huh. were getting in a like in this sprinter or whatever to get go to the venue, and we're just talking, and he's just really straight up out of nowhere. He's just oh, so are you going to change the name? And oh. I was like, no, no, why? Why would you? Why are you ask that? And he was like, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. It felt like a good thing to do. I was like, what? Yeah. And then it's, it's just it was something that had never been brought up by anybody other than my manager, and so it just felt weird to that somebody else brought it up that was that close to me um, who had seen my rise and helped me go as far as I've gone. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was because it was from him. The question was raised from him made me think about it way more. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I don't know, maybe, you know, I should. And there's not a negative. If I, if I go by, if a name really fits and, you know, people can read it easily and all that, I, I think it could work out. And, um, Oh. So it took a, it took a while to settle mm-hmm. on what the name was going to be. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> this is how we got this is how we got to the, this name for sure. So, like I still am very active in my church. I'm on the praise team, and so I'm helping the ladies walk up the steps and just holding their hands. Right. And um, one of the ladies goes, "Thank you, Xavier. Um, Xavier, what's your middle name?" I say, "Omar." and all the ladies ooh ooh oh my and i was like what and then um uh, one of the girls that i sing with uh, she's the tenor with me we're the, we're the only two tenors on the team and she just goes oh my and i was like that's not how you say it but also that sounds dope so exactly. like um so i really thought about that and i didn't i didn't even make a big fuss about it it was just an internal thing i was writing it out see how it looked you know what I like it, searching it on Twitter, Instagram, and it's a freaking super Spanish name. It really is. And my parents, we have no Hispanic ties, but okay. it's mm-hmm. just super Spanish. Um, so I'm just like, man, that's not gonna work. And then I called. Um, I had to go somewhere sometime mm-hmm. that week, so I was calling this shuttle station to confirm my um, just to co- confirm my reservation for the seat. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they have my information on file. They have my card on file, right? I've never told these people my middle name. They've never needed to know my middle name. Uh-huh. Just the name that's on the card. That's all. That's all. They don't ask you for your middle name. So they're like, "Oh, we have a card here on file for you, uh, Xavier Omar." And I was like, "What? Wow. So was, uh, uh, More confirmation? Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah." So because that happened pretty much in the same day, I was like, "Okay, we're just gonna do this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna flare it a little bit in an artist way." And so we're gonna go Xavier Omar. And um, so, yeah, I know with the, we use the umlaut over the A, and that makes it Omer, technically. But this is art, and we can do whatever the heck we want to do. Exactly. Um, So so, it's just just to let people know that, you know, it's pronounced a little bit differently. So the intonation is not on the O, like Omar, but it's on the M, like Omar. So Mm -hmm. that's how we got there. And um, I polled like a bunch of my female friends. If the uh, my bad, they don't like the word female. That's, right, right. You can't say that friend. nowadays. I'm sorry, you can't lady say that. Friends. Very, <laughs> but I don't realize it till I say it. Right, Um and it's not it's like so. A lot of my lady friends.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because even lady friends kind of sound like sneaky. <laughs> yeah, it sounds
0: like a little extra. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm like they'd be like, I'm, oh,
1: I see you and your little lady friend.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, like. My mom always try to hit me with that. <laughs> Where's Actually, my reason? mom hit me with your little girlfriend. That's what my mom said. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so um a lot of my I polled a lot of my women friends on this on the name change and they all loved it. Uh so I was like, cool, that's what that's what it's about here. I make mostly love songs. Women are gonna be uh, the biggest part of my fan base. That's what we're gonna do. Right. And you know, it works it works in business, it works long term. So, you know. And it works for the ladies. Makes sense. Could nice. Platform. Oh, oh, XO.
2: <laughs> what yeah, XO. Right. Dope. I mean, that's dope, man. Um, yeah, that that's mean. definitely a dope way to do it. Obviously, you know, ladies have a big part to do with that. A lot of women a big part of big inspiration that change. So we platform, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. this this is what I say about your music, right? Like you're me a very dope vocalist, even live, right? But I think your pen game is like the strength of your music. And mm. and I think your pen game is like arguably top 10 10 15 in the game If I'm probably realistically like artistically over across the board for the i listen to anyway right yeah. but i want to know where do you draw inspiration from during your writing process you know songs like the winter toes uh all right you know because your, your uh, perspective of music is complex you know you, i can't put you in one box you got songs about God, songs about relationships songs about wrestling mm-hmm. life experiences <laughs> you throw everything in there right so where do you yeah. draw inspiration from during your writing process um
0: it's very hard to step outside of my life and and write about something. So, uh. if it's not currently happening, it happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few times where I try to pull from some of my friends' lives and just try to imagine I'm feeling, you know, whatever they're feeling in that moment. Uh-huh. But more times than not, it's it happened for me or it's happening. So, so especially winter toes, like I can't sit down and make that up and make it feel realistic. It would to me it would. And to, and to a degree, it still does sound kind of corny to me, um, Ooh, but it was very true. Like that's what happened. I was chilling. She sent me a picture of a ring. I got scared as crap. Bro, I was like, oh. <laughs> bro, like, well, that's real. <laughs> I'm let wait. you know, that's real. <laughs> bro,
2: trust me. Yeah, heart dropping. Like, hold up, what's going on? You ain't what what? You know, bro. and what's wild is like, what's wild
0: is she is the first girl that I really. Like knew I wanted to at least, you know, go that far with. Uh-huh. And what's even wilder is I was already like looking through and, and talking about getting a ring and all that, uh. even though we were, what, we were maybe like four or five months in at the time. But, I, you know, uh. it's the whole you just know situation. I thought that I thought that's where I was. and Right. So I was like, cool. You know, I'm, I started looking just to kind of get ideas to what to save up for by the time we get to month, you know, 10 or whatever it might be. And I want to, you know, go ahead and pop the question. But it was still weird that she was like, I didn't tell her any of these things. So she just like, I love this ring one day. I'm just like, oh, crap.
2: <laughs> like, like, wait, wait. Should I... So, um,
0: yeah. but yeah, and the, the song really encompasses what I felt in a very short time span, in about a whole minute. It went from, you know, woe to, but actually, you know, I, I want to be with her. So I should actually just keep this and keep it in mind and all that. But I felt like it was such a rare moment and probably one that I may not experience again. And it was one I hadn't experienced before that I could make a record about it. Um, so yeah, uh, and a great deal of the, the situations in that that whole project were about her. So it just made sense to wow. kind of continue the narrative, so... Shout out yeah. to her.
2: That project is fire. I still, yo, I still bump that project. We don't,
0: we don't shout out to her. We don't shout out to her. But thank oh, you. Oh, okay, oh, I'm we,
2: sorry. <laughs> yo,
1: if you're shout listening, out to I'm the sorry. Music that she inspired because I definitely made a yeah. perfect video for that. Drunk.
2: Yo, yeah, soon like, enough, man. Is, Soon enough is bananas. Like, that record, there's so many people, you know, that don't listen, you know, tell, to lots of the genres, whatever I listen to, so I'll put them mm-hmm. on you. You know, who's this guy, you know, whose name's spelling? Yo, they tell me, Tony, I haven't turned that song off, especially soon enough. They're like, yo, I'm still playing that record you told me about months ago. It's just something, like, the oh. feel, the songwriting, you know, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the way you execute your vocals. Like, I'm telling you, like, dude, you're very talented guy. Like, we rave about you on the show, but, like, we really value you as an artist, man. We appreciate you, that you keep, go- keep going, because, um... You on Instagram you had like a six piece puzzle going on, whatever. Some people thought you quit yeah. music. Some people thought, you know, maybe it was a name change. Some people thought it was over. And I'm like, I hope this dude ain't quitting. Uh-huh. i am just listening to his last yeah. project. <laughs> so, I did
0: I did all of that on purpose. Absolutely. Like so the people who get name change, they're smart because you see the, the drive and determination I have and you know I'm not right. I'm not quitting. But I, I set it up in a way that was true but still led you on to think that it could be over. So the last stage of Spazzy Rocket. That was very true. That was it. Those were the last days. True. Mm-hmm. But it felt like, what do you mean the like the last days as in you're done? I played that on purpose, man. I'm, i I watch too much wrestlers. So I know how to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we so storylines. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> yeah, I, so yeah, I played that
2: on purpose, but yeah, it worked out. Yeah, worked. you like one of them rest, wrestling heads, man. tone what up? Yeah, so I wanted to ask, um
1: you kind of touched on Sango's um impact on you and on your career. What was your first experience like when you worked with him for the first time? What was that like? How did that even happen? How did he reach out? Walk us through that.
0: Uh, he he found me on um, Rapzilla in 2012. He heard Purple Panda, uh, wow. and the song that caught him was "Laminin." And so I think he just wanted to work one song with me. And he found me on he he DM me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he, at the time he had 3000 followers on Twitter and I had like 500 or something uh-huh. around there. Um, so very, very early in both of our careers. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't know who he was, but I saw the follower count. I was like, Oh, you, you might be dope. So let's see what's up. Um, and so he emails me a couple of beats and I hate them. I, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what this is, but it's not good. <laughs> um, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling anything that he sent me for the first Three, two or three beats. And the last one he sent me, um, I vibed with it a little bit. I still wasn't feeling it. But I was like, you know, he sent me this stuff. Let me go ahead and just, you know, make a song. And uh, the beat was called Middle of Things. So I was like, all right, I'll just write about that. I'll just use that as a title. (laughs) Wow. And so I just, I wrote this record kind of, um, just, I put this story in my head and and wrote a record from there. (laughs) And just saying that in the middle of this, Kind of fantastic love affair was God, wow, um, and so crazy song by the way. He he loved it, and that that was that, and that was the only song we had together. You know, that was we hadn't met each other until um, when was it uh, March two thousand fourteen at South by Southwest. Wow, so so
1: wow. almost two years. We ran it, so yeah. So like two years after you wrote that,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, well, it was only about a year. Uh, but it was still odd because I remember that particular night outside in, in Austin, I was just like I was dead broke and I wasn't getting paid till the next day for my job. But uh. all the money that I currently that I was supposed to have then was just out of it, was gone. Wow. And I was like, well, well, I'm gonna just call Mike. He'll come, you know, take me back to my hotel and I'll be done for the night. But then I remembered that Sango was supposed to be performing around that time somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I take out my phone to um, figure out where it is, and I put the address in. <laughs> I didn't know where I was, but I put the address in, and my joint was just like, turn left. And I did, and it was like literally around the corner, and I turned this corner, and then Sango was getting out of a car with a couple of guys from Selection. Wow. And so that was the first time we met. And, um, and that was also our first performance, because he was like, hey, you want to do middle things? I was like, sure. So. Nice. That was It was all weird how it all came together. But another thing I really noticed years later, and I was just in Seattle with him for about three days, and uh, I got a chance to just really sit and talk with him for the first time, Mm face-to-face. And, I mean, just like nothing to do, no show we got to do, just sit and talk, just sit and eat, whatever. So that was our first time really being able to just be completely friends. And I talked to him, and I was just like, yo, what's crazy is from day one, when you found me and, you know, when you had me perform with you these places, you put me where I should have been the whole time musically and in, in the direction I should have been in and uh, the uh, environment I should have been in. God had that planned out from day one. And um, I just I didn't notice it until late. I didn't notice it officially until 2016. Uh, I mean, 2015, the beginning of 2015. But yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's just crazy. It was always right there. And that's why I felt uneasy where I was. And that's why I feel amazing where I am now. So it's crazy, man. That that you know, God really has it all set up for us the right way. Right, right. And um, we just got to see it.
2: That's dope, man. Um, speaking I, of purple panda, right? You, are you still yeah. synonymous with panda? Because designer took that over. A lot of people don't realize. <laughs> Hold up, because you used to rock the panda thing like heavy. That was you. That was your whole yeah, mantra. Twenty twelve. Uh, so, like, how how do you feel about that? You still rock the panda? or That's done. You're done with it.
0: So we um, we decided to. The end of the Panda was at the end of the Andy minio tour in mm. um, November last year. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we haven't put it... There's been no image of it, no image of me wearing it, no image of me posting it True. all a year long. And uh, so we that was just the decision we made at the end of the tour. We were selling the shirts. We had the logo, all that. and I didn't know why I was making that decision. I think I just wanted to move on to something a little more. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. I just wanted a cooler aesthetic. It felt too much like... It was starting to feel kind of kitty, a little bit hot topic. Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah. And I was like moving past that. So mm-hmm. that was just kind of a natural inclination. But like, once again, God has things set up, right? So uh-huh. my brand didn't get destroyed because Design to Drop Panda. I had already <laughs> let it go. But right. had I still been like pushing that thing heavy, oh my God, I would have hurt, boy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why but... didn't I make a song about it? Well, Word, I would have been like... so hurt. <laughs> yeah so I'm not you know that that's not a concern. It's you know we all thought it was future anyway, so <laughs> yeah you know it's <laughs> true bup, 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 bup. but now nah, we did it talk. is what it is, man yeah man <laughs> um <laughs> or, yo, um,
1: let me ask this, what's like your favorite writing space? Is there a, a favorite place maybe in your apartment or a car or anything like that that you like to write songs
0: um it's it's definitely in my room like for or anywhere in the house really, but definitely more so my room
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh I just i'll sit on the bed with the the laptop and um uh, put some headphones in and just write on my phone um that seems to be the easiest space for me uh more than likely in the daytime mm-hmm. uh so I'll have like my favorite aesthetic is like sunlight through the blinds, <laughs> so mm-hmm. usually during that that time right um That's it's just great. it's simple it's easy uh. Everything feels like it, it flows in the, in those time periods versus like I can't I can't write outside or on the go or that's yeah. not I don't know. I just need to, to sit down and settle in peace so I can really think through what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, where I'm saying it at, um, how I'm going to say the note on this part and that part. Like all that really matters to me. So if I can just get a, a simple, quiet space, then that's all I need. So it's my it's uh, my room is my favorite one right now because that's what I have. You know most consistently but
1: right
2: anywhere quiet and, and peaceful indoors somewhere like i'm good nice so you talked about your sound and everything with Sango. should we expect a change in your sound along with the change of your name or should we expect the same you know sound from Xavier as we did from Smash? i mean
0: is sprite gonna taste different if they change the can man like you know what <laughs> <I mean>? like <laughs> that's that's the only thing I, I haven't liked about this process is and it's, it's to be expected it's a fair question but at the end of the day, I'm I'm myself and um it's an even more for, fair question because I did bonfire. Um yeah. but yeah all of the, all of that, you know, that was just for me, even that bonfire was to be able to have pop elements in R and B in the future. I needed to work every I needed to focus in completely on pop so that when I came to R and B, my difference in R and B was that I had a little bit of like some catchier elements. Right. Um that worked completely in our genre in our you know, in our culture but then people outside of it would still lean into the music a bit more too so maybe they don't listen to the internet or Bryson but they they will you know take a chance to listen to Xavier because there's some elements there that they like mm-hmm. that you know isn't necessarily in some other styles um so you know the sound's not changing I'm not nice I'm R&B I'm R&B and soul forever that's what I do that's what I love nice. um and you know uh, there's just a lot of creativity in there to me there's Mm -hmm. there's so much room to do a lot of things without having to completely cop out or do you know i can and if i want to do other styles and genres i can write for it yeah yeah. i can write for people who do them you know i can make the money and you know in private it do not have to be my song type thing um i wish well i'm not gonna say that but (laughs) there's some artists who i wish would take that route and just say like there's this whole other side of me I want to express. Mm-hmm. And I'll, so I'll write it for someone else. Even if I got to, to get it out of my, my heart, if I got to do the right. reference track, cool. But I'll, I'll write this for somebody else. Let them do it. And mm-hmm. it's still a piece of me because I still wrote it. But my sound, my continuous overall sound, forever going to be R&B and soul. That's what I, that's what I do, man. Nice. nice. Nice, man. Let me ask this. What's like your top three? Dream collaborations? Uh, um, James Blake, Pharrell Williams. And the third one is kind of more up for grabs. So, it could go Chris Martin. It could go Kanye West. Like, hmm. the third one is kind of interchangeable there. Um, okay. I think Kanye West is uh, more realistic than Chris Martin. Just because R&B and hip-hop are an intertwining culture. And right. R&B and rock aren't. But, um... I, I would love it. You may get both um, on the same song, never know. I mean, Listen. nobody ever has, bro, except Kanye himself. So <laughs> you know I, I would I would love that. It'd be amazing, but those are those are the people I would love to get something, you know, going with just to okay. it, it would really validate to myself just how far I've come and um right that the music mm-hmm. I've decided to make is is still touching people. And yeah, I, that would be amazing, man.
2: That's that's dope, man. Um, speaking of Kanye, what producer do you believe, because you talk a lot about Sango, and you work with Jay Lewis, you work with Kardec, you work with all types of producers. Is there a certain producer that you believe has captured the essence of your sound? Because you spoke about it earlier with Sango. Is there a certain producer you believe you know, it's like, you know, the, uh, Timbo, Aaliyah, Snoop, Dre, you know, like, is there a producer you believe has Ooh. captured the essence of Spazzy? Because I think you're you, no matter who you're with. Whether you're Kardec, J. Lewis, you're still authentically Xavier. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Do yeah. you think there's a producer that like quit the gist of you, sonically? Um,
0: and this isn't like a uh, some type of cocky thing. It's just the fact that I'm really complicated as a artist. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I almost want to say that. Two t- two producers, we need to work together in some ways because, um, while one guy has this this main element that I really would like to hear, another guy might have the drums that I mm. want on that element. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's weird. I, I would probably stick with James Blake again, especially after listening to um, the color and anything. Like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, ja- yeah. He he went crazy on that. Um, yeah, he got, got some wise. joints so up there, man. I would. Um, I could give him the the total edge. We're talking about people other than, than Sango and other than Cardick. Um mm-hmm. I could I could get that to to James Blake and uh, one one other guy. I'm not totally sure. I work like like you said, i work with pretty much anybody. Yeah, I've seen it. Especially That's if they called the vibe, man. Like I'm there's there's songs I've worked with guys that never came out. Um Fortune and Graves and wow. like just all these all these other guys who, records that just didn't really pan out, but I worked with them numerous mm-hmm. times. Um I, there's a couple of Esther joints that never came out because, you know, it just overall it wasn't as good as what I was had been doing. It's on me, it's not on the producers. Uh-huh. It's on. It's on the record that I made. Yeah, let's make that clear. But like, <laughs> By the way,
1: I got a story about "Can't Wait." Maybe I'll share it on here. <laughs>
0: oh, right now, it's perfect.
1: Perfect right, segue. So the- bet. Yeah, me and my now wife, when we were dating, she lived in D.C., I lived in Jersey, so it was a long distance relationship, and we mm-hmm. would, you know, take road trips to see each other, whatever. So on one of these trips, that was the song I had just come across. I'm like, oh bet, I'm playing this. So I'm playing it. And she used to call you Sparks because she was like, you don't need to be listening to this (laughs) with me because these sparks is going to fly. You keep playing this. Um, Sparks.
2: (laughs) I'm crying. (sighs) Sparks.
1: So so I'm playing the song and like it's about time to leave and come back home. And like both of us is like looking at each other through the window and we both started crying. I'm like, all right, but this dude King Fields over here got me messed up.
0: King Philz Nah King Philz Yo Got another new nickname
2: My other nickname is Young Bay God (laughs) Young Bay God and King Philz Yo your music has been very instrumental yo Your music was a soundtrack to a lot You know a lot of Philz In the winter and the summer Trust me I told you I put Mad People on I'm like who this I'm like calm down The focus is on me The focus is on me This is the guy singing Like And Spaz Spaz got juice Spaz got juice I'ma say that man man. I've seen I never Yeah Go
0: ahead my bad, my bad. No, you good. Uh I could I could never really expect that that's what it was going to be, like, to that degree to people. I, of course, I always wanted to make music that's going to stick with people and that they'll want to play it in particular times. But um, the degree of love that I've gotten, you know, even just at this level, is it's crazy to think that people really do have these crazy stories that connect to the music. Um, mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Meanwhile, like everybody's there's almost any song that you can name that's been like a positive in your life or with a girl or anything. It's been the exact opposite for me. Uh. Um when I wrote about that particular person, that person isn't in my life anymore. So uh. a lot of times I'm I'm really starting to feel like um whenever I'm going through certain things or certain feelings, it's for a song. And then that's it. Uh, of course, I do eventually want to be with somebody, but I'm just never going to write a song about them. So <laughs> um, we're not. Yeah. It's the Madden curse right now when it comes to writing songs. Like Oof. nah, bro. Um, so like, can't <laughs> wait. Hurts. I wrote that about a. I wrote that about a girl that like I had. I hadn't seen in a minute, and um, the last time we saw each other, we couldn't really, you know, act on any feelings because the situation she was in and I was in, and we were both finally free and clear. And we were starting to talk again. And when it came time to see her, wow, Tony Hirst was crazy. She was supposed to be at that show, bro. Wow, um, really? Wait, it was, I think it was the first, uh, the Santino—the Santos Party House. I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. was the one she was supposed the to be at. The first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not the last SOB show. Oh, okay. Um, so she was supposed to be at that. And like a couple days before that, she basically just completely bailed on me and my whole life for oh. no reason. She wow. Just, I guess she just wasn't honestly really feeling me to that point. I guess. Wow. Man. But yeah, it just that was it. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. All right. That song is crazy to me because of that. It's like dang, I never got to see her.
2: That's wild. Wow. So. Yeah, you got to chill. Write some of these songs, man. The Madden curse is real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they,
0: I mean, they're working in other people's lives, and that's why you write them. You don't write them specifically
2: for yourself. You right. So, that's man. the beauty of it, man. Um yeah. One last. One last thing about producers. Yo, I seen a clip with you and Hit Boy on Instagram. So, can you speak yeah. about that? What, what's up with that, man? Mr. Niggas in Paris himself. Like, what's going <laughs> on with that? What's going that on with was like,
0: So, that was one of the coolest weeks of my life. Um, I don't know how this happened. Shout out to my manager, Mike Luna. Um, but I'm a Red Bull Sound Select artist. So, wow. what? one of the things that they do is... Or one of the things that they did in that time is they decided they wanted to take some of their, you know, up-and-coming artists or lesser known artists and put them with these incredible producers for a week and just go crazy. Nice. Wow. So their expectation is to get one great song that they can push to kind of raise the name of their artist. So mm. it'd be Hitboy and, well now it'd be Hit Boy and Xavier Omar and we're using Hit Boy's name to make my name bigger and right. so on and so on. Metro Boomin' was a part of it with someone else, Sango was a part of it with my boy Semino. Uh, so it was Ooh. a lot of cool things that that happened. Nice. So, so it's the wrestling man. rub,
1: huh? It's the wrestling rub. Use the bigger name <laughs> yeah, wrestler. In a to lot get of the ways. lower name yeah. wrestler. Up. It,
0: <laughs> that's what they want to do. I think they um, they they're amazing. First of all, at finding talent and mm-hmm. what they do, man, to to get us in front of these these names that they believe we deserve to be around. Yeah, that's priceless, nice. man. I could I could never. There's no way for me to repay them for what they're doing, other than to just give them the best that I have every time. So, getting in the studio with Hit Boy, Um, he knew about Blind Man already. He liked it a whole lot. So, he was just like, thank y'all. He was just like, yo, all right, cool. I'm going to play some records, and we'll go from there. So, like I said, the hope for the week is to get one great song, right? So, the very first song we do, I'm writing it, and he just kind of looks at me, at about the maybe 15 minute or 20 minute point, he looks at me, he's like, uh, are you writing the whole song right now? I was like, Yeah. He's like, you not, you don't go in the booth and like lay parts down? I was like, when I finish? <laughs> he was just like, no. I'm holding up for you, nigga, when I finished. So like, I thought that's how I thought that's how we did things. Cause, man, and this maybe this is a testament to the people I grew up <laughs> around too. Mm-hmm. Freeman in LA, when we were all Word. Doing our thing together yeah. out here in Warner Robins.
1: Shout that's out to that. I still it, got bro. that mixtape. Shout out to that.
2: Yo, <laughs> oh yeah, moving the truth. We, yeah, y'all, y'all was something. Y'all was so Boy. innovative back then. Y'all didn't realize it. You were so innovative. Like y'all were. Yeah, it's just that's amazing. But go ahead. Yeah, go I got the letters to, just, to
1: Holly joint. Yeah,
2: so innovative, <laughs> we, man. Man, we we were just that's how we did it. We sat there. We gonna write
0: the chorus. We gonna write our verses. And of course, we only had one verse to write, but still, mm-hmm. we would put we would put everything down before we went to record, and we would even practice before we went to record. And mm. so to me, that was just culture. I just thought that was how it was done. Right. But, you know, the new, the new level of artists is you get in there, and some people are like, I just want to flow. I just want, you know, whatever comes to my mind, it, it could come out to be, a, to be a dope groove. And that's true. I've seen that happen. But I guess I'm really cerebral, and I just sit down and I want everything kind of pre-planned. And if mm. something new happens while I'm recording, cool. Um and if not, you know, I had what I wanted anyway. So right. he was impressed just just off that. And then we do the record and he's like, I love he was calling me Spaz of course back then, but his favorite <laughs> word is icy, right? He's like, Spaz, this this is icy. Oh my god. Like <laughs> I love dope, it, man. Every, everything that, man. was icy to him. So um the second record I picked out, we were we were going for it, and this is like a kind of an inside uh, story on this part, because that that very first record I hope ends up on my album. is what I want. But right. that's not the song they're gonna put out. Thank God, because I wanted that from my album. So um, <laughs> I hope totally we get to them. use it. Yeah. But <laughs> the next song that we do, and I was surprised we was getting ready to do a second song. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I thought we was gonna, Only you know, be done shot? for the day. Like we here yeah. all week. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> a song a day, right? Yeah. Nope. He was like, all right, cool. Start going through more beats. <laughs> Um. I was like, oh, and I, immediately in my head, I'm like, I don't know if I could do two every day. I'm not sure, it, cause I'm, you know, I'm the only writer. Right. I'm the only person even throwing out melodies, like, bruh. So, anyway, he he's going through beats. I pick one out. I'm writing the song, and I'm like, mm, this kind of sound like a Usher song, the way I was writing it. Mm-hmm. And I say that to him, and he's like, yo, I like I, I wanted to give it to Usher. So I was like, wow. oh, cool. So let's let's try to write it for him.
2: So we do it. Wow. He loves
0: it. He thinks it's icy, and uh, we want to. He said, "I'm gonna let his people hear it tomorrow." So his people loved it, just like we did. But Usher didn't love it. So, uh, man, we don't, you know, we—I didn't get a Usher credit in, but it was fun. The fact that I was even like able to possibly get a song to him, the fact mm-hmm. that his team heard it and liked it—I thought that's I was crazy. That,
2: yo, I told man. you your pin game, your pin game uh, out here, yo. So,
0: <laughs> um, his
1: album better be uh, Super Bananas He Turning Something Down <laughs> Yeah, album, I'm, just, hey, I'm just saying it, I better not hear it's nothing It's just
0: about It's just about to fit You know and, and maybe that record Didn't fit what True. he was, wanted to say Or what he was Right know, I, I don't never take that stuff Personal man yeah, yeah We all know what we want As artists Right but Anyway we The next day He was hype about me So uh, Hit Boy He was hype about me So I walk in that joint Um And I have to kind of settle myself down because he's at the time you still living in the hills. You got crazy view. You walk in, it's a Grammy. It's a Man. Justin Bieber platinum record. It's the Niggas of Paris record. It's you know, a pool. Like it's you walk in the studio and it's a big blowout of him, Kanye and Jay Z. And it's
2: humbling. just like what the heck? Be so, humbling, like jeez.
0: Yeah, so it's still like it. You don't get used to that by the second day. It was still no. crazy. And I walk in there. He's excited. And he starts making a beat. I was like, hit boy oh. is personally making me a beat. It's lit. Wow. So <laughs> he's making his beat, right. right? And so I'm just trying to like, cause the pressure is on. It's like, he's making you a beat. You have to kill this. It's like, crap. So he finishes off. And I start, uh, I start writing. And so I got all the ideas, all the concepts down. I'm not too confident in it, but I, I go in there and I record anyway. And the record's finished, and what do I hear? Spaz, this is icy. It's like you got <laughs> it, bro. You got it. So, and he told he said that um, that record was his favorite one that we had done so far. And so that record uh, is called No Way Out, and wow. that that one's gonna come out. It should be pretty soon. I'm not sure when his podcast goes up. But the record supposed it was supposed to be out when the name when I changed my name back in May, so it's gonna be out this month for sure. Um, wow. And there's a, there's a guest feature on it with Go Link, um, so I I did that. We got to pick. Well, they gave us names actually, and I didn't I didn't pick any of the names they gave us. Not as a slight, but I just was like eh, they don't fit the song. Right. So I picked Go Link, and um, I knew what I was doing when I picked them because obviously you know I've never had profanity or. You know nothing ridiculous on my music as far as content goes, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but I wanted like honesty from another perspective about the subject, mm-hmm. and I knew that Link wouldn't sugarcoat in any way. He would just be his own self, and that his mindset is, and it's not the same, but it's there are guys out there who are, who are living life in a similar fashion day to day, right? Um, so I I needed his perspective. And so yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got every bit of it, and I wow, love it. Man. And so I'm excited. Um, it really puts a stamp on what I'm trying to do, and where I want to go next. Um, and yeah, so that that record, No Way Out, should be should be out pretty soon. I can't give a specific date. I just just June, <laughs> just, nice. just just June, bro. Nice. So nice. Don't yeah, and we so, did another song. I hated. They liked it. At, whatever. So we did we did four. And they're, I think Red Bull's going to end up using two. But one, they're going to use No Way Out for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Okay, so it's funny because I had in my notes story time and I had a bunch of different things written down. you pretty much mm-hmm. done all of them. Um, so one of them you mentioned but we didn't get a story about is Blind Man. Can you give us a story yeah. about that one?
0: Oh, that, that, song, that song was um, was kind of like an alley-oop from God during the, the worst – Part of my career. Like it was last year was really hard for me. Writing and recording. I didn't I didn't love anything I made. Um it was just it was just really downtime. And I wrote that song. Remember, I was gonna do a four EPs and um Right, right four right. four song EPs. So that Blind Man was on London, the very first one. And I pulled London apart because I just didn't love it. It was just good to me. And some producers here and there just weren't getting back to me with track outs, and I was just like, I just dropped the whole thing. And you know, I, I like this record. I didn't, I didn't love Blind Man to be honest with you. I, was like, I like this record. Well, we'll put this out. And um to see what it did is is crazy. But um there's no true backstory behind it other than a, I just had a thought one day. I don't know what what sparked it, or you know, if I was watching, maybe I was watching. The Ray movie or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Word. So actually, I think I was. Yo. To
2: be honest, I think I was, though. The album got to
1: be him gripping that chick's uh, wrist in front of his face up. Yo,
2: like, because it's like. Feeling the wrist?
0: looking yes. the wrist. Yeah, it's like, you know, how do you. How does it even. You know, so, yeah, he had a preference, you know, on size. But still, right. even the, the woman that he decided was beautiful or even if other people told him, he didn't. No, for absolute sure, you know, like they just have to go off what they tell you. So it's got to be the person you fall in love with. And I just really started thinking, Mm. like, what's? I had uh, ended up posting about it on my Tumblr. It's like, what's greater love? Is it being loved by somebody who can see every last flaw, and they, you know, don't care? They just love you for you, or is it somebody who's never seen you at all? You could be beautiful, or you could be ugly, and it does not matter because they Mm -hmm. love the person. And so that was just a thought that I kind of went back and forth with and ended up making a song based off of it. So, Wow, man. Oh, shout out, man, shout out to Knife
2: was... Wonder, man. Knife Wonder chopped it up, too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, duh.
0: I, I got to meet him not too long ago at Broccoli City Fest, and nice. I thanked him for that. I was like, man, you don't understand. I know it didn't drop as an official song or nothing, but you don't
2: understand what that did just for me. Just so a moment. <laughs> like, like, wow. Yeah. Knife Wonder? So like, that, was, that was crazy. Yeah man, so um, you're still signed to Straight Terrible, right? Yes. Dope, so, dope. Shout out to Sway too, alumni. Alumni gonna be hard, man. We got alumni. Hey. July first is That's... on the way and it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. It, it, yeah, we are gonna definitely have him on the show to speak about that again. No, um, I no. listened
0: to that album a little bit. So just I listen, I listen to the Sway Alumni album. In in the same way, with the same like expectation and heart that I did the J. Cole album, twenty fourteen four seal drive. Um and I kind of realized it as it was happening, but I keep going back to Sway just because you know Sway Southern, so there's trap here and there. Right. And I like trap because I'm Southern. So Yeah, turn mm, up. Like that 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 gripped me. Um but I'm not gonna say it's so much better, but it ain't worse. Uh-huh. It ain't mm-hmm. it ain't worse than, than
2: the J. Cole album. And that's high praise, but man, it's honesty as well. So It's it's really good, man. It's really, I can't wait to people like, hear that. It's a different sound sonically Definitely. than people probably used to, yeah. but it's so, in a good way. Like, it's very dope, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Tone, what up?
1: Yeah, man. So, I was talking to uh, Tone about doing this a little bit. Like, kind of a word association. So, I'm going to throw a couple names, and you just give the first word that comes to mind for you.
0: <laughs> Is that cool for you? Oh, man. This sucks, because you never get the perfect word, but okay.
1: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start off with something we both are fans of wrestling. Let's go with John Cena.
0: Uh company guy. I know that's not one word, but st- I mean, still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: a little two word. Then we we'll make a little expectation.
1: That's cool. We can go with that. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Let's do first phrase. I guess phrase of work. Okay. All right, you got one tone, or I'm gonna just do this.
2: Yeah, um, Pharrell. Wait, bruh.
0: Pharrell. Oh Pharrell, I
2: oh like, got no not bruh. <laughs> not bruh. <laughs> bro, Pharrell
0: genius, 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 dope, dope,
1: LA,
2: oh best friend, nice, Sam Stan, amazing, I
0: can't, I'm I'm ready for him to like kill it. I'm sorry I'm saying my words, but amazing. Yeah, you got it, you got it.
1: Stevie Wonder, man.
0: I guess fantastic isn't really a good enough word mm-hmm. uh, but that's the, word, that's the first word. that's the first that's the first word that came to my head was fantastic. I know these are like superlatives, but still right word all right um rihanna <laughs> i started seeing I started seeing a work in my head immediately oh gosh um i don't I don't have anything
2: this is not negative I just don't have a, like an immediate word. But, beautiful. I mean, you can you can go that side too if you want to. Let's keep it real. it's two-tone
0: <laughs> Pretty. Yeah, I mean,
2: beautiful. <laughs> we we'll,
0: we gonna we gonna, we'll go with beautiful. Like it's it's hard to go one word. She's like the most stream woman on the planet. Yeah, that's like, yeah. that's just amazing. I don't mean, I don't even know. Yeah, We'll go with beautiful though. I don't I don't even want to go to her looks when she's done that. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Prince Oh yeah. my gosh! Classic, freaking innovator. Uh, I don't even. I can't even think of words. You I'll just, go. Pit,
1: I'll go with a pit stop here. What What would you say is his biggest influence on you? Nice.
0: Oh, just the ability to just be a total full self and not mm. care what people are thinking. Not care at
2: all. Like not care. Like like at all. Not hills. Like not care. Like he's Prince. Like. <laughs> Man,
0: he's a straight man wearing the stuff that he was wearing, <laughs> posing the way that he was posing. It just didn't care what you thought or said because he's so secure in himself and what he's doing. And that's a beauty. That's and beautiful. That's just like man. And I'm over here concerned about you know whether whether these shoes work with this shirt. And I'm right. just wearing basic clothing. This man out here in blouses and heels and throws, flexing. Like. <laughs> His hair is permed. Yeah, like. What am I worried about? Why
2: am I, I, know, I obviously want to look taste.
0: nice, but what am I really worried about if he had that confidence? I can't be confident in the shoes, in the shoes and shirt, you know what I mean? So,
2: Word. yeah,
0: just so, extreme um,
2: confidence, man. Yeah, this is my last one. Uh, G Craig Lewis, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, nah. yo. Yeah.
1: I wasn't expecting that. I ain't even gonna front. I was not. I should have expected it, and I
0: didn't. I didn't expect that. Nah, bro. So I haven't. I haven't seen anything about him since I was uh, in high school. Fair. When all the truth about hip hop stuff came out. Yeah. But we need we, need like a, we need. we the truth still. about. We need the truth about G Craig. That's what we need. Hey. But G Craig's funny. I'm not. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I don't worry about it because he just like he can't even exist amongst unbelievers. And that's anti. Like that. That doesn't make sense. If you If you're a believer, and you can't really exist amongst unbelievers, you can't be in their in their lives. You know, just as as a helper, as ministry, right. in some you sort can't of can't live way. at peace. You yeah, useless, love. bro. ultimately to busy the love, making you know? war to live at peace. Yeah. Just useless. I, I can't. No, I'm I'm good on that.
1: Yeah. All right. Here's my last one.
0: <laughs> Paul Heyman. Wow. Oh my God. Paul is. I've already said genius, but he really is. Like mm-hmm. that's the he's the greatest man, wrestling manager of all time. Much love to Bobby Heenan, but Ooh. Paul Heyman.
2: Yeah, Bobby Paul, was me too.
0: Paul Heyman is literally, if not more, he's at least fifty percent of Brock Lesnar's whole character.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like from are you inception, me? from inception back in O two. Man. A,
0: that's crazy. Brock, the last time they had Brock speak on the microphone, he blanked out live on television. <laughs> he forgot what he was supposed to say. It was a contract signing. I'll never forget it. I was like, this why they don't let him talk. Um, but like they don't let him talk live. They give him USC style, UFC style promos now, and it works mm-hmm. really well, but Paul Heyman like just walks in as like the owner of this like beast that nobody else could ever control. And he has all the right things to say and, and everything clicks. He can't control that dude. Right, man. So it's it when I don't think anybody else has ever been like half of a wrestler's character. Of a
2: successful wrestler's character. Like that's he's amazing for that. Yeah, Paul Paul is dope, man. Um Yo, you speak a lot about wrestling, right? And I want to ask you this question. Would you rather be the intercontinental champion of, of WWE or have the number one song in the world? If one could become a reality today. Which would you oh, choose? number
0: one song in the world Number one song in the world don't, Wrestling, don't. Ain't, wrestling ain't, um, ain't my life I just like it, it's my nerd thing Yeah. So me. like Cause this is the thing, I would never wrestle You not about to slam me on some wooden steel <laughs> <Wow>. It's <laughs> not happening I respect them because it's amazing And yeah, I, I athletes, like learning bro. Yeah, I like learning the ins and outs of the business And you know why they're doing certain things At certain times and all yeah. that But bruh, I'm not doing it ever <laughs> yeah, that's hard no. work man I might do if, if I was allowed to do a match one day I would maybe do a match but bro that's still a maybe so yeah. give me the number one song in the world cause that's an, that's that's an accomplishment that many people won't ever and have if you, so.
1: if you ever have a number one song in the whole world you can tour for 30 years off right. that one song right,
0: right. <laughs> uh, bro I don't have a number one song in the world and I'm I have to do Blind Man the rest of my life so Word. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's yeah, up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's 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 just okay. I, that's just harder to accomplish. So I think it's mm-hmm. um, it, there's been way less. I think there's way less artists who've had no more songs than wrestlers who have been IC champ. I think. So. I'm I'm sure the percentage
2: is way less. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Way less. Yo, real quick. Speaking about your records, what's your personal favorite record that, of yours so far? Of all the records you've written and performed, what's your personal favorite record? Uh, that that's that's hard in a lot of ways. Um Your favorite to perform, then you know, your favorite to perform live, which which is I think that's a little hard too. <laughs> that might it could be it could be a tie in a lot of ways.
0: My favorite record I've ever done is "Laminin," um, wow. mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I love performing it was, I start every show with it. It helps me get the nerves out. And it's just like I love to sing it. Cause it's just the one time I really get to flat out just sing. Right. And um so performing. I might, I might like I do this um this mix of how do you love me into JMK. Mm-hmm. And like the the moments that that fill those two songs, like, it's just it's the most energy I give in the show, and it's at the end. So I, yeah. I love performing those too. I, I hate it because it's over. Um in my current set, you know, that ends the show, but at the same time it's like that's right. when we get that's when we
2: get the most alive. So I love it. And that's yeah. it. That's crazy how JMK gets so much like res- the response it gets, you know, knowing what the song is it, based upon. That's crazy. And people gets, gravitate
0: towards it. Duh, it gets to me, and maybe it's because you know, I, I get a chance to hear when Blind Man's about to start because it, it starts so like subtly and you know gives people time to kind of like you know get ready for the song right. but no i've never the biggest pop any of my songs get when the uh, when the beat drops or when the song comes on is jam k hmm. no matter like if i have fans in the area if it's la especially la san francisco london yeah. it yeah. they go crazy in london I, i've never heard people get loud and that's <laughs> that's so crazy to me it's so crazy, but I, I love it, man. No, I might Tom. perform
2: that forever just just for you know just for the culture, bro. Just yeah, for, for the the culture, <laughs> for the culture. Cause I was in New York <laughs> and they turned up to that like something crazy. Like you, you performed JMK and they went up, you know. Uh, um, so definitely dope, man. Um, yeah, because well, a lot. Of, I, yeah, go ahead, John.
1: Nah, I just wanted to ask: Is there any song that you have passed up that
0: you regret passing up thus far in your career? Um. No, because I write all my stuff, so Mm -hmm. um, it's not like I passed up a song and somebody else used it and it became a hit. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe even a beat,
1: maybe even a beat that you passed up.
0: No, well here's a quick story. I'm mad at so Blind Man um, was given to me as this like secondary, like this like consolation prize. Um, The beat that I wanted was crazier and wilder, and that song. Um, it was supposed to be K.R. and J. Prince We were all, all in right. Red Bull studio Last mm-hmm. year you know, April of last uh, 2015 All the selection guys in Red Bull studio A lot of the artists So it's me, J. Prince, L.A. Esther, uh, La Kim J. Lewis All these people are in there, right? So mm-hmm. J. Lewis plays this first beat And I'm just like, yo, this is Crazy K.R. and J. Prince are also going wild and they try to call dibs. I'm like, "Yo, you know I would kill this song," and I said it just like that. That like, you know I would wreck this song. Give me this song. And so, anyway, J. Lewis elected to let them have it, and they never even made a, a record to it. Oh man! So Blind Man was the second beat that he played, huh. and um, course, it wasn't Blind Man at the time, of course. But I was sitting there with the sour face, like, Psh. <laughs> I mean, this is cool, but the first well, beat was I guess was I'll take it. So,
2: yeah, I guess it's cute, or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I remember
0: texting them too. I was like, "Yo, yo, send me that, uh, send me the beat you said I could have." Like I was salty, and um, yeah, it, it turned into what it into what it turned into, and crazy. But yeah, I, I don't. I've never, I've never passed up a beat that I was just like, "Ah, I should have used it," mm-hmm. um, because it, it wasn't going to fit for me, or I, I wasn't going to finesse it the way it should have been done. So. Yeah, so far very clean record on that. Like, there's no song I wish I would have put out because I would just put it out. Um, right,
2: I'm good. Like, I'm I've I've got a good record so far. Yeah, amazing record, man. So, what I want to know ultimately from you, right? What do you want people to walk away from your music with? From an Xavier Omar listening experience, what do you want the listener to walk away from while listening man, to your they, music? So, um, you know, whether the song's about
0: God or it's about love, well, it's different. So when the song's about God, obviously I want them to walk away with the message of the gospel. Right. Um, you, know, you can't put all of that in every song you ever write about God, of course. Mm-hmm. But the, the main thing being that their heart is uh, pushed toward Jesus in, the, in that time. But at mm-hmm. the same time, when I'm writing about love, there's not one love song that I, I write. I'm doing my very best to keep this my whole career. Uh, there's not one love song that I write. Where you're not speaking from your value. So even if it's a, you know, there's it's a sadder song, like what's on my upcoming project, there's a song that's like, I was I was in this really kind of dark place. So it's like, how do I, you know, get that across? Because obviously that's relatable. How do I get that across, but still speak from my value so that when people sing this song, they won't have a choice but to speak from their value. Um, mm-hmm. Or they might even learn their value as they're singing the song. So uh-huh. that's that's the number one thing is, um, you know, not being tricked into this thought that you're not anything or that you're not worth, you know, you're not worth love. You're not worth whatever it is that you're searching for because this particular person uh, couldn't give it to you. End of the day, you know, that person was never supposed to and never could for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is what is for you is going to be yours. Right. So and, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get people to really learn and always speak from their value um in these love songs. So, you know, whether it be Blind Man, which obviously that's the whole soul of that song. Right. Is um mm-hmm. the the her inner val her inner beauty, the the value of her inner beauty. Um so a song like Blind Man or whatever else you can think of, uh the motive Soon yeah. Enough, whatever it might be, man. I'm just I'm just trying to uplift people and everything I do. Nice, okay. nice. So you've
1: hinted at an upcoming project. Is yeah. there a date, and if so, can you tell us?
2: It's definitely a date. That. Yeah,
0: not a date. We're um we're tentative for okay. it's gonna be before the summer ends for sure. Right. Um, Spazzy. Well, I want no, to say not say for sure, but I don't know if it's not before the summer ends. It's gonna be like right before school starts. You <laughs> know, one of those two. So school starts like, like uh, so really we're looking between August and September because I got okay. I got a lot I'm trying to do before the year ends. So we mm-hmm. got to get mine out because I got more stuff that's happening. Oh. Um, okay. So, it's songs exclusive. Go ahead. I mean yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've handed at it here and there online, so it's not a big deal. Like I've I I got a a time frame I want my because it's gonna be an EP, you know, uh, eight song EP. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know where I know where I kind of want that to come out. Because you know, there's a couple other things just in store, and it's no secret either that I just was in Seattle with with Sango for three days, and okay. obviously we we ain't sit there and play FIFA for three days, right? You know what I mean, like <laughs> right, we put together what? we put together some ideas. He's not a part of my EP at all. That was on mm. purpose, and um, to kind of keep our joint project really sacred, and so we just came we came together with um, a bunch of ideas and. Um and hopefully we can get every one of them the way we want them because I mean we we went as far as writing down titles and features and so we're we're excited if we can make it happen. So obviously, you know, everybody knew that we were gonna we said our spell of you part two, but I think we're gonna name it something else. But at the end of the day, man, this is this one's gonna be online, it's gonna be on Spotify, Apple Music, it's gonna be for sale. We're gonna mm-hmm. do it. The the total right way and uh get it as discoverable as possible, get it to as many people as we can. And yeah, like we 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 ready. So and we want that out before the end of the year as well. So Nice, nice. man. We're definitely very looking very forward. loaded year.
2: Yeah, we see. We're definitely looking forward to it, man. Um, like I said, we do appreciate you for joining us on Two Tones. No doubt. Like, so um like I told Spaz about a year ago, I think, yo, come on the show. And he was very like nonchalant about it. Like he was like, yo, true. I'll come. Let me know. You know, set it up. Cause I, I'm thinking, you know, he got this dope song, little buzz online. He might not come to our little show, or whatever. <laughs> but I appreciate you, man. <laughs> for like, y'all, like even
0: giving. Y'all see me bigger than I see myself, to be honest. So um wow. I'm just one of the homies. Like,
2: I'm yeah, not man. no
0: no megastar. I'm sitting up here right now. I told you I'm watching I'm watching dudes play Madden Championship on ESPN3. I'm at home in my shorts, bro. Like, I'm not no... You know, maybe one day I'll be... I'll earn, you know, that viewpoint. But even still, I'm going to be freaking watching ESPN3, watching somebody play Madden. So, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm chilling, you know what I mean? So, it's it's an opportunity that you guys are giving me to give my perspective. And uh, y'all, are, y'all are helping me just as much as you think I might be helping you. So, this is... It's all love, man. We're just trying to see each other grow. Word, yeah, man.
1: So... Definitely um, let everybody know where they can find you on the Internet um, and, that, of course, all your projects that are available right now.
0: Yeah, so all social media is at XVR Omar. That's XVR O-M-A-R. So that's Snapchat, which, I'm man, I'm mad at y'all for not switching over from my old snap to my new one. Y'all faking on me right now. I got, like, half the views. I'm mad at these views, son. (laughs) But, nah. So, that's uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Everything you could think of. XVR, Omar. Um, Yeah, that's
2: it. Yeah, man. So, we definitely appreciate you. Y'all listening. Y'all hit us up with your comments about the show, your favorite uh, Xavier Records, excuse me, you know. And hit us up about the show, man. Tell us what y'all think, Like I said, we... Keep saying Spurs, Xavier. Yeah. We appreciate <laughs> you. Cool. cool. We appreciate hey, you. Before you. we leave,
1: before we leave, Tone, you think we should just say our favorite records so we, you know you fans can? Oh, I listened to episode one.
2: Oh yeah? Could, well, yeah. I heard, I heard. I heard. I heard the little ratings.
0: <laughs> <Say no. Yeah.
2: laughs> uh. Nah, because what we try to do is provide a perspective, like an artist perspective on music. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know R and B, Christian gospel, whatever. We're gonna tell. We're gonna tell the truth. So. And that's what we do. So, like, we've been fans of your music. I mean, we made videos on our Instagram account, Tone, dancing as to Soon Enough. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those are really records we cherish, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm going to let you go first, Tone, your favorite record. Favorite records. Right.
1: So, um, just go listen to all of our Spent Loving You. All of it. Don't skip nothing.
2: Yeah. Um, all of it. That alone is fire.
1: Check out Sarah Tonin from The Loner.
0: Gosh, I don't even know if that stuff exists anymore. Well, really? I'm, I hope it don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, <but don't>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we ain't gonna talk about that. Saratoga was a cool song, but like, man, I hope all my discography don't truly exist. I know it does somewhere. Somebody got it, it. exists on my phone <laughs> at least.
2: Um, <laughs> I see, see.
1: my phone. We're and trying my to focus map. in
2: on the glow up. Focus on the glow up. The glow up. All right. <laughs> <The> emphasis <laughs> on the glow up. Okay,
1: so, so if you're gonna if you're gonna check out bon- check out Bonfire for sure, I would listen to the whole thing. Um, some standouts to me. um Lit, reassurance, and better off.
0: Wow. Yo, I hate it better off. they had me record that song. It was like right to it recorded. I did it. And I was like, I don't like it. They said, Oh, we think it'd be great. I was like, I hate the song. Gosh, really? man, that's so random, dog. Like, I, still, I'm I almost
1: like, like I almost feel guilty for liking it because I'm married, so I'm not better off without her. But I just love the record. It just it's is so
0: amazing. pop. Uh, it's like it's disgusting. You want to throw up, pop. But I needed to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, all that goes and helps me in my skills for what I'm doing now. But oh, Definitely. bruh.
2: Yeah, it's it's that. very popish. Like, but I'm good with it because there's a lot of. NHGs on the timeline, some woman I'm better off with, and I can sub to them. Like, <laughs> when they hear this, they know what I'm talking about. So I'm better off for all you. You know what I'm saying? But So I can definitely relate to it. But my favorite Yo. from that record is Bonfire. Like, the title track, oh my yeah. gosh, like, that record is amazing. Besides, I Was Spent Love You, as we said, and Blind Man. You can find all those, you know, on the um, platforms. But those songs are really, really hold there. Even middle of things, the remix also with, um, who's the guy that remixed it? Stu. Stu, yeah, that was a. That hit, big hit, man. I see people repping that song. I don't even know nothing about the rest of your catalog. You just love that yeah. record. Like, yo, who is this? I'm like, yo, Xavier, man. So, yeah, it's man, crazy, we definitely man. appreciate you. You and your sound and the yo, show. Quick,
0: no doubt. Before we get out of here, n- quick nuggets. I like to tell this because it's, um, I think even artists who have ideas that are able to be fully played out, maybe they can uh, like take this and make it a thing. So, obviously, Laminate was a complete acapella uh-huh. And I didn't I didn't want music for it. But that started co- becoming this like thing that happened a lot. Uh, all the way back to my first project where I had this thing called electric acapella, where I just oh. kind of masked songs up and I only used my voice as instruments. So fast forward to now, there's a there's a record like that on my project where it's just my voice. Nice. Um, and it's you know, it just gives you a chance to kinda hone in on the feeling. But I think there's well there's, yeah, there's one like that, the other one has guitar. But so going back to Bonfire Dude, Share the World was made like that. So Share the World was just me um with this idea in, in my head. I, I wrote the whole song. I did um I basically did all the guitar and bass parts with my voice. I sent it over to Carter, it was like, yo, can you get, you know, somebody to like produce to this or make, you know, play guitar to this or whatever. And so he goes mm-hmm. in. He adds that real key melody in the chorus. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he gets all, he adds he gets guitar players to play pretty much just what I did. So that song in its chord structure was 100 percent from my head. Just like mm-hmm. um, what's another song that was like that? Uh what's the shout song? out to
1: the remix of that with Sango and Chris McLean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, killed yeah. it. Hard.
0: Killed it. Freaking up. There is a love was also started that way where it was just yeah. We'll I wrote out. the yeah. whole song. It was just me and I like. Would mouth these parts out. I sent it over to Cardik. It was like, hey, can you, uh, you know, do some production to this? Um, and I said I was weird. I was like, can you do like some like country and R and B. Like it was so weird. <laughs> um, but like th- those ideas that are in your head, whoever's listening, those ideas are in your head. Go ahead and record them. Put them down. You never know what they can become. Share the world. Be- ended up being, you know, my single from that project. It was for free on iTunes for a week. It got mm. 100,000 downloads. It was playing in Starbucks for a month. Now it's in Starbucks, China, for however long. Nice. Like, that, these simple ideas that you're having in your head at work, wherever you are, like, go ahead and put them down, record them, and, you know, work on them for them to become more. You never know what would have happen with those records. So, yeah, that's, that's, built, what, that's all man. I really wanted to say.
2: Yeah, that's dope. That's inspiration, man, for many artists, even writers. Like, write it down, you know. Yeah, the yeah. moment. Capture the moment. You never know what it can turn yeah. into, man. So, we, we definitely appreciate that, man. Um, we appreciate you, again, for coming on Two Tones. Hopefully, it's not the last time we have you up here. Um, yeah, yeah, I gotta man. come back for the new project. I gotta, When y'all do the review and everything, I'll come back after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're definitely gonna, you know, put it through the ringer. we definitely gonna put it to the Two Tones ringer, you know. Um, we yeah. expect nothing but greatness, though. So, so yeah, man. Um, We thank you, uh, Xavier. Um, Tony, anything else you want to say before we leave? Nah, I'm good, man. Thank you for
1: joining us, Xavier. Yeah, Uh, thank you Great conversation. Great to hear some of these stories behind some of these records. It's it's interesting when you hear some of the things that your favorite artists go through to make the
2: records that you love. So, right. I'm always intrigued by that. So, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it, man. Thank y'all. Yeah, man. Another episode of Two Tones. We signing out. Y'all hit us up. Find us on iTunes. The number two, T-O-N-E-S, all one word. Subscribe, rate, comment. We thank y'all and we signing out. Peace. And share it. And share it. Peace. Share it too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just to make you smile, that's the most.